Hello, audio listener. Today we stepped in shit. That's the God's honest truth. I have the fa- I have the starter of No Mask Flash Mob New Jersey. And what we got was unbelievable. Stand by. Warning! My daddy show does contain foul language and sensitive topics. So, if your baby ears can't handle real American talk, don't listen. This podcast isn't for whiny liberals, including some school teachers, maskers, juicers, crazy Karens, Governor Murphy, his followers, or anyone who can't think for themselves. This is my daddy's show, so shut up and listen. Get some! Fucking moron! Here we go, here we go. Listen. Wait. Knucklehead Nation, boy, do we have a treat! Yeah, man, what did you? What are these people in for, Jay? They're in for a female Mike Calories and a male Mike Calories being you. They they are right. Yes, I mean it's unbelievable. I didn't expect this to happen. I got the founder, the person who set this all up. The, my favorite group on Facebook is not even close. It's not yep. even far. Yep. The, the the posts are just spewing positivity and smiling faces. And what seeing smiling faces does for does for my body is 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 awesome. Jay, it brings me joy. I brought her on blind, basically. Never talked to her. We like, text a couple complete times. strangers. Complete strangers. Text it on Facebook. Text it on Messenger. We got on, I got on the video with her. Hour and a half. Boom. Enough said. Spitting facts and knowledge. Let me tell you something. She turned out to be a straight up statistical analysis anomaly of New Jersey Health and Human Services. She fucking, every, everything she said, boom, home run. By boom, the home way, run, boom, home run. By the way, the people that, you know, when you sit back and you say, oh, well, who's testing this stuff? Well, we found her. Yeah, she is. <laughs> She's right here on the show. And her name's Nick. And her name's, I like to call, I like to refer to as, we, we've we bonded, so she's Nikki to me. And it sounds more feminine. Yeah, if, right. it does sound, you know, yeah. when I say Nick, it's a guy's honest truth. You can think, you know, girl, guy, things like that. But no, let me tell you something. She spoke about cleavage. She spoke about this virus. She spoke about the mask. She cleavage is, and a jet ski. Come on. Cleavage and a jet ski. Nick, Nikki, the, just how impressed I am right now. Very. Is very. unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, the 91st edition, surprise edition. I'm not even, we're not going to say nothing. We're going to do the final thoughts after. It's just going to be us. It's a shorter show. This is what you need to listen to. And trust me when I tell you, this lady has more passion than I do. A little bit. And that's honestly, saying something. Honestly, she has the knowledge to back it up. Right. That's her job. 91st edition of Calderice Unleashed. We are graced with the presence of Nikki Stauffer. And go to New Jersey uh, Flash Mob. Yes. Or no Mask Flash Mob New Jersey go. is what she represents. All that. She has a couple more. Look her up. Phenomenal. I'm blown away right now. Listen to her. Stick around for final thoughts. And we're not even going to do another sponsor. No. Nikki, blow us away. Enjoy.
And we're back, and we have a treat for you. On the phone is a woman, to me, Jay, and I've actually heard this from numerous people, numerous people, that this Facebook group is the best thing that they've ever had on their Facebook page. I have the founder, the starter of that Facebook group, Nick Stauffer, No No Mask Flash Mob New Jersey, my favorite group with us today. What's up, Nick? How are you? Hey, how are you today, Mike? I am doing great. And let me tell you, it is an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, Everyone knows how we do it here, the the, the listeners. We don't do a lot of prep. The God's honest truth is I got with this group. I started making some comments. You commented back. One of your friends told me to get in touch with you, and I wanted to interview somebody about this awesome group. And you responded. So we don't we don't even know each other. I don't know who I'm getting getting here. But uh, tell us about yourself, Nick. What do you what do you do? What why did you uh, start this uh, awesome Facebook page? Tell us tell the tell uh, listeners I, about yourself. Well, um, it's it's a story that it's a story that begins with what I do for a living. I'm a medical biostatistician, and that means that I do statistical analysis and study design for population health data and clinical trials for pharmaceutical companies and hospitals. What? So when, yes. So that means I am the data. I do that. When people say, oh, I do the research, I do the research. (laughs) You don't do the research. And not only do I do the research, I do all the statistics and all the analysis and the interpretation of the results. (laughs) So when I was saying, I I said on my other show that, Unless you're the person actually doing the doing the tests, you have no clue. You're you, all you're doing is believing what you're told. You know, so you are actually the person that is doing it. You're the you're, you're the person do doing it. these tests. Yes, and so I, I found just, um. Yeah. So, sorry, I didn't just get some leader of a Facebook group page. This is this is like your wheelhouse, is what you're telling me. They, like I stepped in yes. shit, basically, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yes, right? you did. Something you got to know about me, I'm very honest. You know, I do use a little bit of language, but um, it's all in good fun. We're very, we're, we are about 1,000% about freedom, freedom of speech, America. We are so pro-America on this show, it's not even funny. You know what I'm saying? But that's us. But no, so you, we did, we stepped in shit, huh, Nick? You are, this is, so you basically, I, I'm assuming, looked at some COVID data? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Actually, I've been in... Uh- a statistic. I've been analyzing um, clinical trial data for 25 years to give you an idea. So it's not like I just walked up yesterday and I have my own consulting company. So when COVID started, I started doing the tracking of the data. I started doing my own analysis. I, I got the birth certificate data from the state. I look at, I stalk the state dashboard. I download all kinds of information from the CDC and run my own analysis. What did your analysis so people- show you? Sorry, I didn't uh, mean to cut you pandemic. off. If you, if you were going oh, yeah. somewhere, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. Oh, no, no, that's all right. I don't mind. I uh, I lose track of my thought anyway past oh, so. 8 o'clock, so, you know, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I could have interrupted myself. <laughs> no, my bad. When you, tell me, when you tell me that you're actually analyzing this data, I've been doing the same thing, so I, do, I, I get overzealous and, and excited because I want to know if you came to the same conclusions I do. And I don't have access to any... Of your raw data, what I do is I go off of what the government's giving me, knowing it's bullshit. But if I analyze their their stuff and it's telling me something uh, contrary to what they're telling me, that's where I see you know bullshit. So that's why I got overzealous there. You tell me what you know what how you analyzed it, what what you're seeing, especially so, mask wise. So I mostly 
So I mostly analyze New Jersey data. I did look at CDC data for a while, but the problem is, is that the way um, the curve works for disease models is that you really have to look by region or area. Like it's not a very good representation of the data for us to include Florida and Hawaii and Idaho and California. Like it just makes no sense. You have to just look at New Jersey. I could look at New York. And I could look at PA because we're all in Massachusetts because we're all generally in the same region. But I, I can't but I can't I can't be picking from other things because, you know, the you know, the first wave was different for every region. So I, and New Jersey has nine million people. So that's enough to do a curve. It's not oh. like it's, you know, it's plenty of data. No, it's plenty. So it's when our I, data. That's what I want to know. It's this is what we're told. We're talking about our people, our kids we're putting our masks people. on. It's it's this is New Jersey problem. So I, I want to know New Jersey data. I'm loving that you're doing that. Yeah. So um, I did the analysis. I did a lot of different analysis. I wrote it up, and um, I sent it to every um, person I could send it to. Radio stations. Um, I sent it to all my legislature. I sent it to some people that I know who work as epidemiologists. <clears throat> who said, yeah, I know, but I work for the state. <laughs> so, and they can't really do or say anything, you know, and they know like the epidemiologists know, but they don't want to get fired. Um, and, um, and the thing is, is that um, the feedback that I got from anybody who wasn't an epidemiologist was blank stares or absolutely nothing because I work at a level that they don't understand. I'm sending this data to politicians and this analysis to politicians who have no idea what they're looking at. Nor so do they, they give don't a know. shit about what they're looking at. No, they don't know. They, they don't know. But they're, but it's like, I, I, I talk at another level, like I'm working with surgeons and yeah. doctors and they sometimes don't even know what I'm talking about. And then I'm talking to somebody who has like a BA in, uh, you know, political science. Like they don't know. I can't, I can't. <laughs> can't play that game. You know, I can't get that low to explain to them. But basically what I found is that, and I can send you the document too, that I did. Um, the only actually people who listened to me that I reached out to were actually the libertarians, the um, South Jersey libertarians. And they had me come to the meeting and give a presentation and I was able to explain it. And they were like, could get it. Cause if I could just explain it to you, I could, you know, help you understand. And they were great. And, and uh, Greg, um, Greg Neely, you know, who's the governor is going to put some of uh, who's running for governor. I'm sorry, maybe he'll be the governor, but he's running, trying to get on the ballot. And he's going to publish a bunch of my stuff that I sent to him. And I can give you like a general overview of it or the most important takeaway. I love it. If you get, get a couple, what are you, what are the most important, like, you know, just points. If you give us two, three points, that'd be great. Okay. Right now we're no longer in a pandemic. Yeah. 100%. So yeah. we're not in a pandemic. We were in a pandemic in March and April and May and June. And then it dissipated. And in July, August, September, October, we were not in a pandemic. There was absolutely no reason to do any of this stuff. And then it picked back up because COVID seasonal. So there was a pandemic. But there's also a seasonal pandemic. Um, there's also a seasonal uh, flu. So, and, and that's a pandemic. So, I mean, this is a little bit more extreme than a flu, but there's a lot of of other things going on. So it's really kind of hard to tell if it's from the interventions that happened. And I can get into that in a minute. But then it picked back up. And then in March, it dissipated. And, you know, by April, it was nothing. In May, we're not in a pandemic. There's no reason to do any of these things that we're doing. I mean, not that they work, not that anything that we did worked, but there's no reason for us to even attempt to reduce um, spread because deaths, because pandemics are measured in deaths, not in infections. 
you can't, and those infection rates, you can't really look at that as a thing. I know that, why. I know why people in politics didn't listen to her. I know. I, I know. I, it's it's I, why she said one key word right there, which was reason. There's no <laughs> reason why we're doing this. So no they, the, the the problem that you have when you sent that to those people is they they don't deal with reason. They're a bunch of actors. No. That's the problem. They're actors. They're not acting upon our best interests. They're being told what to think, and all they're doing is being told what to think, told how to vote, and told how to how to talk to people like us. That's the God's honest yeah. truth. Because right. nothing for right. nothing, right. none of this stuff did anything. What is our kids wearing? What what is masking our kids going to do? What is it? What is so it? It's going to cause. I already see it in my kids. It's going to cause severe psychological damage. It's going to be severe. very hard exactly. to get those masks off. Severe psychological. If you notice, like it, and, the younger kids are the, the ones doing it. In addition to maskne and headaches, and maskne and headaches, and all kinds. Of, like there's just all kinds of side effects. There's no studies done on small children who wear masks. And the only mask study that was done, the Dutch study in um, acts for for surgical masks. Um, the only clinical trial done, which was like 4,300 um, subjects, showed zero evidence that um, the surgical mask protects the wearer. There's me, zero evidence. Let me tell you something. Before we get into like, and we kind of skipped over for a couple, I, I wrote down a couple interesting little, little questions, but let me just caveat what we're saying with the psychological problems. One of the, my, one of the reasons why I love this Facebook group, and it's I think why everyone I think loves this Facebook group is because Every third or fourth picture that is on my Facebook feed, where you usually see negative bullshit, negative, you know, all negative shit, everything that I see in all these people, it's just <clears throat> smiling, happy faces. Smiling face in ShopRite, smiling face in Walmart. The best picture was the guy that had a, that had a smile on his face and the people in the background giving them the finger. I don't know how he got that, that picture off. That was the best. That was awesome. You should have like a picture contest or something like that. But just seeing. Oh, there's tons of good pictures. Did you see the guy laying in the bed, either at Target or Walmart, like the sample bed? Oh, yeah, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, what I'm I saying. You should do, like the, do the top 10 pictures. I took my picture of myself walking around the garden center with no mask with a chicken. With a chicken? <laughs> because, you know, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's a chicken. It's, it's, I mean, why symbolic. not? I mean, I'm already like upsetting people. It's and symbolic. nobody even, True. you know, cares or says anything. Because if anybody's going to say anything, they're going to be like, why are you walking around with a chicken? You yeah. don't care about those. No mask on your face. <laughs> but it's it's the psychological where I just, where I see like smiling faces on my feed every day. It changes my mindset. I'm a, I'm a positive person. Yes. But when you're you when you when you get so used to seeing riots and you know all these mandates and your freedoms are gone and and you, you know your your amendments are being taken away, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness is gone, and it's all. Not backed in science. It's all backed in bullshit. It's all backed in politics. When you have that going on, you know it feels good to see smiling, happy people. And that's why I love that you did this. I absolutely love that you did this. Well, so what I decided to do after screaming to the universe and screaming to everybody about statistical analysis, I said, you know what? Fuck it. Bruce Force. We're going straight forward, straight through, all the way through. And I'm going to do my own anti-propaganda campaign and I'm going to make it happy, exciting and nice because I want people to go back to normal and be happy about going back to normal. And it doesn't matter what the data says. It doesn't matter if everybody's dropping dead right now. It doesn't matter. We don't have to live like this for the rest of our lives, no matter what the condition is, because there's always a risk to you living your life. You always. get in the car. There's a one in, in 70, 7,500 chance that you're going to die in a 
car accident and you don't never get in your car. You let your kid go swimming. You let your kid ride their bike. And there's more incidents of children between the ages of five and 18, the school age children, uh, dying from an accident than COVID, like by like, like beyond, like it's, it's, you know, at suicide is like tenfold for kids of that age range. None of that matters though, we, does it? None of it matters, does it? We don't care about that. We don't care We're about making that. everybody depressed and sick. We're giving them no hope and they just all just hate it and want to die. So the only way you can combat that is with happiness. And so I decided to combat that by making it fun and exciting to go out, to show your face. And if somebody gives you a hard, hard time, just smile. I've done that. Do you know how angry people get when you just smile in their face while they're yelling at you? And then sometimes they just have to stop because they know you're not getting to them. They get livid. So it, it really yeah. does work. Livid. I mean, once, you know the best and once those people taste freedom, they can't stop. They can't stop it. They're addicted to what? it. And that's what I love. But you know what the, one of the best things to say yes. about that? You know what the best thing to say about that when, when, they, when they get all pissed off is you need to calm down. <laughs> you are getting loud. You need to calm down and watch yeah, watch them get irate. Absolutely irate. You were to say something, Jay? Well, my wife works at a school. She's a, she's a school secretary. And she's fed up with the masks. And we have talks about it. And we're both obviously anti-masks. But when she talks to her, her superiors, the uh, overpaid, bloated superintendents, that's who I'm referring to, uh... She says they're just completely brainwashed, and they. She feels like this is never going to change as far as the schools go. It's we're masks are, are I mean, here to stay. I got she's, news for everybody. She's in there. And no, she, no, we have to have a revolution. We have. Right. We have to yes. have a revolution. She feels and so you defeated. Are, right you now. elected officials to your school board to hire that superintendent. Right. Correct. There are elected officials that you elected. And if they can't fix it, and if they can't make it to get the F off the board, get the F off and let somebody else on who can actually fix the problems and make the kids be happy again and give them a normal childhood. Like, it's absolutely unacceptable that these people are ready to roll over and just take it because, uh, you know, that somebody told them, well, I can't. No, you can. You can. Either then burn the school down. Well, I don't mean that literally. Please don't burn your school (laughs) down. But, you know, we know what you're saying. (laughs) I agree. Uh, No, I I do. I completely agree. Kick everybody out. So let me ask you Kick a question. Kick everybody out. Shut the school down. If the school isn't going to provide for your children, shut it down. Turn it into a tire factory. Something. Right? I mean, I mean if, the That's t- right. if the kids learn how to make tires, you know, at least they're learning a trade. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask going. you a quick question, Nick. When is What is it about the masks that bothers you the most? Is it the ineffectiveness? Is it just a lack of the, the unhealthiness of it? Is it the fact that you're... Basically, just being compliant and being ignorant and just you know doing what you're told, regardless of what every every other data is. Because I'm gonna tell you something right now: nobody could show me any studies that. That, that show me that show me why you know you have to wear a mask. That, even the effectiveness of them, nobody could show me, especially the cloth masks. You can't show me a study that says they're effective, but I could show you 50 of them that say they're not. Not they're not. They're not. So what? What is it with you? What is it with you? What's the biggest thing? If you had to rank them, you know, what's a, what's the biggest thing to get your bubble about it? Uh, the anti-science, because that's what I do. And then when I explain to people that it doesn't work, they tell me how to do my job. I've been doing this for twenty-five years. I know whether a product <laughs> doesn't work or works. And you're telling me that you, for twenty-five years I've been doing this, and you're going to tell me that I don't know my job? That's what irks me. 
It doesn't work. There's no proof there. I don't, the burden of proof isn't on me to show you. It doesn't work. The burden of proof is on you to show me it does. And that has not happened yet. And you have to use real humans. You can't just be spitting on a piece of paper and say, Oh, look how much spit it. No. Do you really think that your spit actually causes someone to die? I mean, what are you like a dragon or do you have like toxic spit? I don't know. I don't know what these people are thinking. And when I say it to them that way, they go, well, no, you know, they say, well, no, and that's not what I really think. But I mean, honestly, like you got to get your head out of your butts. Like just because someone shows something in a clip in a, in, you know, in a, with a non-human in it doesn't mean that it translates to humans. There has been no successful human trials on these products. Nothing. And that's what drives me matter the of most fact, crazy. Matter of fact, there's actually more compelling evidence that shows it does nothing against airborne viruses, such as the flu. It's not like this has never been tested. They have tested these masks and in influenza for years. That's why it says on the box on all of this does not stop these viruses. You know, yeah, I know, it, but but I don't but see as a but as a statistician, I don't need to prove it. You're, I don't need to prove the null hypothesis. The null hypothesis is the normal condition. True. The normal condition is I can live my life without a mask and nothing will happen. It's up to the researcher to prove that they do work and give me an alternative hypothesis that they can statistically accept, so I can reject the null. I cannot reject the null. I can't reject that normal life is the same as uh, you know. It's normal life. It works. Normal life. You just you get an infection just like you get infection with masks. And that's the end of it. And I don't have to go looking at any other studies because they, they want proof. No, that's not the way my job works. Do you think I could walk into the FDA? I mean, what do you think it would be like if I walked in the FDA with a product with this, with these results? What do you think they would do? Uh, they would just laugh at me. And I would say, well, can I redo the study? Because maybe I'll find something else. They'll say, no, your product doesn't work. Get out. And yet, you know, emergency use, the reason why it's emergency use is to expand and give the patient more options. Emergency use is not, FDA emergency use is not to have the government shove a product, an experimental product down the patient's throat. That is not what the purpose of that is. And people forget that. This is an experimental, still under experimental use that has been yet to proven to work. I mean, at least the vaccine has data that shows it works. There's no data that shows that this stupid mask product works. Absolutely none. No, and I, you, I mean, I can't, I'm in the camp that the, the vaccines never go into my body either because I know what does work, and it's my immune system. Yeah, that's that's for damn sure. That's my opinion on it. Everybody else could do what they want to well, do. Well, I, I'm, you know what, and and I'm okay with people taking or not taking the vaccine. Like yeah. that should be your choice. Exactly. Yep. Um, I'm just saying that from a statistical point of view, it works. Now, from a safety point of view, uh, you know, that's the jury's still out on that because they haven't done enough long term clinical trials. So I can't tell you what it is, whether it is safe or isn't safe, but I can definitely tell you masks do not work. Definitively, they do not work. Definitively. Definitively. They do not work on healthy people. They may like if your child's sick in your home and you want to put a mask, which I think is horrible to be doing that to your sick child every time you walk into their bedroom. Just trap all that, that bacteria. Yes, that may, that may help them. But putting children in school for six hours a day with a mask on, not wearing the same one with their dirty face, they eat, they get food all over their face. They drop their mask on the floor. They step on it. They put it back on their face. You should see. I, I have another. Um a page that's public and it's unmasked New Jersey schools. They take pictures of their mask at the end of the day. The kids absolutely full of snot, yep. red, um, yellow, 
absolutely disgusting. And this picture. has been on this kid's face all day. I saw that. Dirt I, I saw God that picture. What else. It was disgusting. And God knows what else. It was it, disgusting. It's like it's like we're allowing our kids to be abused. You have to see the thing I have to send my kids to go to school with because they want to go to school. So my my daughter goes to school basically in a lace bra. <laughs> you know, like that, that's the that's the material. <laughs> well, the I'm not even kidding. The mask is like lace. It's just lace. Like um, hey, don't just say your your daughter goes to school in no, a lace in bra. No, in a lace bra, that's but the the up. material on her face is like a it's like a very fine, you know, lingerie type lace and it's I mean, it's basically a screen on her face. Brilliant. Yeah, I love it. It's I'm you're you're going to breathe. And Victoria has it down all the time. She oh. she tells me she gets yelled at all the time for it. Good. Oh yeah. For my kids, I thought about this before we went back to school. So I, my, my children went to private school or both of them. They, um, my daughter still goes to private school. I was able to get her a medical exemption from the doctor, which the private school, but I was the first one to do it. You see, you have to be the first one and get on top of this. You can't wait. And then now they're not allowing in medical exemptions, but I'm grandfathered in. So my daughter has a medical exemption. I couldn't get one for my son. So, I, And I actually didn't want him to be in that unhealthy environment. I feel like it's very mentally unhealthy because even my daughter said she can't take how depressed all the kids are all the time. Like you oh, can't interact unreal. with your friends. That's what I keep hearing. Gross, you get close, you get yelled mm-hmm. at. It's, it's depressing. It's like being in prisons. Prisoners have more freedoms than these children do in the school. And it's absolutely right disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, right now, like I, you know, before they had plenty of freedom. They had too much freedom. No, they probably had just the right amount of freedom. But now they don't have anything. And it's depressing. You can't smile at your friends. You don't know what they're thinking. And my daughter just decided to go remote, even though she was allowed to wear a face shield to school. She decided to go remote. And I just didn't want my son in that environment because he's 12. He's younger. I mean, she's 16. So I think she can handle, you know, she can handle adversity. But I just thought that, you know, at 12, that just wasn't the right time to send him into this mentally unhealthy state into these schools with all of these depressed and unhappy children who are forced to not breathe all day, you know, who are given air breaks. I mean, who, I mean, what the heck is that? Oh, okay. What is go an stand air break? Wow. Yeah. They go, they go stand in the corner or something when they just can't take the mask Jesus. anymore and they can take it down and breathe. Fucking Christ. I, I, I mean, and sometimes... They're used like I have people PMing me saying my kid didn't get his air break today because, you know, they decided that, you know, he he couldn't do this or he did something wrong and then he didn't get his air break. Like, I can't I can't so deal hold on. with that. So hold on one second. They're using air Is as that a punishment. Punitive? That, that's punitive. Did you yes, just tell me? Did you just tell they're me they're using air as a reward? They're using air the as a reward here. or a punishment. Nope. You didn't get yes. this in. So you don't get reward. to take your mask you off. Air, if you were. You were about to make yeah. me lose my shit right you now. Don't I, have get to, to I have to kind of calm down. Jesus. Yeah, that's what some of the parents are telling me. I mean, the parents are telling me, like, they were telling me that, like, some of the autistic kids who won't wear the mask, they're, like, throwing them down and strapping a mask on their face. And they're, like, taking them down to force the mask on their face. And then they have to go, I mean, these are autistic children. They have sensory issues. You can't just shoving anything in their face or on their face. So you're, you and can tackle And they have to them? go to lawyers, too. You could tackle yeah. the kid. Well, that, they How is this not child them. abuse? Yeah. But no, tackling is acceptable. It but, is child abuse. Yeah. They, well, they take them down. I mean, there's they, it's gentle. I mean, because when you're working no, with nonverbal kids, yeah, well, you know, sometimes I, they get a little bit off. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, the six foot rule doesn't matter. We could embrace, we could grab, we could put them on the ground, we could restrain physically. It's three feet, Mike. Just to get a f- mask on that child while yes. they're wearing mm-hmm. masks. So theoretically, yeah. the mask can't use logic. None of this is logical. 
This is insane. No, it, none of it is logical. But can you imagine if if I ever heard any of my 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 kids' teachers talking about air as a, as a punishment, air breaks, or or a reward? That's when I that's I I will lose my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Why did you? Yeah, why somebody did you told even... me their daughter lost all their air brakes and she was all upset. That's insane. It's terrible. That is insane. That's that's when I go kick the superintendent's door down. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think they all need to get their door kicked down. I think we all need to go at like people are just too lazy and complacent and they're waiting for somebody to change it. I have a lot of energy and I've changed quite. I'm actually known in my school district because I changed the math program and I got everybody excited over math. And who cares about men? <laughs> this should get everybody excited. This is absolutely awful. You have to do something to protect your kids. You have to go and storm the school board every day until they fix or every time they have a meeting once a month until it's fixed yeah, and it write to, letters it has to be done. and write affidavit. And yeah, it has to be done. I mean, there's kids like they, they, they get headaches, they get nausea. There's kids with ADD who have to do remote learning because they can't function with the mask on their face. They can't, well, they can't focus. There's so many kids. I, I, I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you a quick story, right? There's one kid that, that has uh, on my son's base stuff that interests him. He's very good, but he has some learning disabilities and he has things like that, right? His one outlet or two outlets is track and baseball. So now with this remote learning, you take a kid like this where he has to stay, stare at a computer all day long. He cannot learn in that environment. It's right. So now he doesn't get on. He he doesn't get his grades there. He starts failing classes because he can't learn like that. So now he gets baseball and track taken from him. So now the kid has no release. What do you think? Is that healthy? Is that healthy for anybody? No. Is that healthy for that kid? Is that healthy for his his mental state of mind? No. Hell no. No, that's terrible. That's terrible. We're not living like I actually give my kids a lot of leeway. Um, like I allow so them do to do certain things, you know, because like this is not a like I came downstairs and my daughter was doing remote and I saw her playing Call of Duty um, while her class was in session. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I just let it go. I let it go because they're so unhappy in such mm -hmm. in a horrible place and all the kids are in a horrible place. And I can't believe how many parents ignore that. They ignore that their child is in pain and suffering and unhappy. And they just want to, I just need to go to work and pay my bills. I can't worry about my kid right now. Maybe this will all resolve. And, and it's just, just, I can't do this alone. I need other people. And that was my idea also of the flash mob because I thought maybe, you know what, if I can get 30% of the New Jersey to stop wearing masks, then maybe they would just stop wearing them. So they, they would realize you can see people getting red pilled. Like you can see it in the group because they said, you know you what? Can. I didn't realize yeah. how hard this would be. Um, they, they're amazed that now they notice all the people with masks on. Like now they now it's like they hone in on it and see how miserable zombies they are walking around so unhappy with this mask on. And they go, what the heck is everybody doing to themselves? Like that once you once you taste it and once you do it, you realize that it's no way to live. This is no way to live. And it's certainly no way for the children to live. But you have to like, you know. You have to feel it first. You have to feel it, and then you know how wrong it was. You go. Th it's funny watching the transition on the page too, because you see these people that really, when they have their smiles on their face, they're like freedom smiles. They, yeah, no, they they really are. So it's, happy. Yeah, it's they are. It's every one of them feel liberated, feel free, feel like they they've accomplished something. They they know right is right and what wrong is wrong. They know it. And you and you're right about it. When they when they 
when they finally make that leap and say, fuck it, I'm going to go in without a mask, and all of a sudden they're walking around, they might have somebody come up to them, they say, no, I don't have to wear it, I'm exempt, or whatever the line they use, and it's over with. And then they go about their day, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, that felt great. I lived like a normal human being. The endorphins rush to it's, your brain. It it's really rush. feels good to defend yourself. It really it is, does, right? Yeah, and it, it really feels good to defend yourself. Yeah, because you know what? A lot of people and a lot, a lot of women have this difficulty saying no and standing for principle and standing for what what is true. Because women are typically um, caregivers and they usually just are people pleasers and they want to please other people. So their eyes looking at like, I, I obviously I have the math gene. And so obviously I don't have the people gene. So I don't care. You can look at me any way you want. I'll look right back. You know, it doesn't bother me, but it bothers a lot of women. So it's really hard for them to get over that hump to say, yep. you know, they hate me. They don't like me, but you don't care. You're free. Once they feel that free, they're like, I'm free. I don't care what anybody thinks. Well, exactly. You stay captive in your cage and you be miserable and you be depressed and you hate your life. And I'm going to walk around and I'm going to feel great because I have control over myself. I can breathe freely. I can think. And I don't feel like I'm being oppressed. Boom. Boom. There it is. Where have you been all my life? <laughs> Nick Stauffer, where has she been? You just got my well, heart no, racing. I'm I felt like I just listened to the the presidential speech on the Fourth of July with it, it on it on what's it called the Independence uh, Day. Independence Day. Yeah, man, that was awesome. Well said. Awesome. Well said. So let me ask you a question: Did this did this group take off that like more than you thought it was gonna, or what? Or is it doing what you expected? So I asked my son, we were coming up to stuff and I, we were, so my son is online and he's always about likes and how many people he can get to his groups. Cause he's on discord and he does gamers and he does videos and he wanted, and I told him, yeah, I said, you know what, Nick, I think by the end of the summer, we're going to reach 10,000 people. And he's like, wow, that happened in six weeks. In six weeks. And, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So New 101.5 got a hold of it for some reason, and then they started speaking about it on their um, what show? podcast. What show? Was it Bill Spadia? Um, Dennis and Judy. You know what? I emailed Bill Spadia a few times, but you know it was the dry statistic. I also have a comedy routine I do. Huh. Nobody sees it unless you're you know one of my clients. He's all about that. <laughs> he, he, he does stand-up comedy. Spadia does? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's all about the. Well, uh, I'm not very funny, but I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. You've kept me entertained, that's for sure. Killing it here. Definitely. <laughs> so, what did you? Where did the name come from? Who me? Well, so one of my friends said, one of my friends on Facebook one day said, "Let's just show up in a mob." And I go, "Oh, what if it was like one of those dance flash mobs, like with the jazz hands that everybody's like does the dance and you had no mask?" And so I go, "You know what? That would be hilarious." So no mask flash mob. So that's what I that's what I came up with. And then my first picture was uh, people with jazz hands dancing. <laughs> and then I put in the first description, like the first couple of people were in there. I put, you know, we're just gonna go shopping. D- dancing is optional. <laughs> If you want to dance, I'm not going to stop you. But if you don't want to, that's okay. That's good. So your person, you sound like a type A, like dominant personality to where once you get something in your mind, like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. It's easy for you to walk into a store without a mask on. Am I, am I reading you correctly or, or, or am I wrong? Well, I mean, so I um, have 
my own medical problems, which make it difficult to wear a mask. Okay. So um, I was wearing a face shield, except I got crap over that. So, I mean, if you're going to give me crap over my face shield, I'll just sit and not wear anything. And then we'll see how that goes. Because it was more like punitive on my part and kind of aggravated that, you know, nobody would give me the chance to wear what I wear. Even at the doctor's office, it's a fight every time. I have to get these monthly injections. And um, they sit me on the front lawn and had an abdomen with all the cars driving by. So, so you think anybody would be, you know, embarrassed sitting there getting their injections on the front lawn on a busy avenue. And I don't care. I'm waving to all the people and somebody looks over and I yell hi and they look away, you know, because actually, you know what? I'm not really, because on the page, I sound super aggressive and, and angry, but I'm not angry. You can hear by my voice. So I have the same, if I rush, I rush up to people, get right in their face with a crazy smile. They run the other direction. I don't need to be mean. I can just be, you know, a whole lot of personality in that scary. You're a female version of me because people think like, especially (laughs) online, I, I, I'm, I speak and say things in a very, very, very direct way. And they sound intimidating and they sound, I guess, like aggravated, like I'm pissed, especially if I'm writing because I typed the way I think. But you sound like the, you sound like a female version of me, where we, we get the same exact crap. I do. Yep, the same exact crap. And then when everyone thinks I'm me, angry when I'm when I'm yeah, not. But then when people meet me, then they hear it. When they meet me, they hear it in my voice, and then it doesn't sound as harsh. Because when I say the same things, and I get away with a lot, because I have like a nice smile and big boobs, so you know nobody's <laughs> going to give me a hard time. <laughs> hey, if you're self-aware, you know that that goes yeah. a long way. That definitely goes along. Oh, I have to wrap that up for business meetings. I'm leaning over. My cleavage is in their face. It makes everybody nervous. Like I got to, you know. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Are you kidding me? I used, to, I used to love those type of business meetings. Now I have no no business meetings. Now I, I, I'm a mason. And I kind of just work by myself. My wife's helping me, but no. It just, you know, that's small business guys. And you're talking to another small business guy that works by himself. So we don't see any cleavage oh, yeah. at work. You see any cleavage at work, Joe? Just my own. Just his own. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> But cleavage does not count. <laughs> no, it does not. He looks down and says, "Damn, I look Fuck, good today." Fuck, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do better, Jay. Do better. So this thing way outpass your expectations, huh? Ten thousand by the summer. Yeah, is, and I think awesome. uh, New Jersey one one point five really pushed that along. But also, huh. uh, I had to get a pretty heavy mod team, which I filled up with a bunch of pretty happy people. Like there's Nick, I think it's Gaudio. He is just so awesome. I don't know if you saw any of his videos, but he's always smiling. He got somebody at um, Moms in Cherry Hill. to Like they weren't going to um, serve him. The woman wasn't going to serve him at all. But he was so nice and so smooth that he just wanted to buy chocolate. She actually said, okay, I'll just bring it up for you. Like they were going to make him leave the store. And she rang the stuff up for him and gave it to him when he was outside with his oh, credit yeah. card. Like it's just, if you can make the chance transaction, you won. You you won big time. My my method honestly is is I, especially after the snow, I I was flush with cash because I do a lot of snow plowing, you know. So I would carry a couple hundred bucks with me everywhere I went. So if I went into the store and they said you have to wear a mask, I said I'm not wearing one. Then you have to leave. I would hold I would hold up the cash and said, I am trying to spend this in your store. Do you want money or not? And every single time they have said, all right, get what you need. Every single time. Do you want my money? Because it's either you take my money now, or if you tell me no, I'm never coming back ever in my life. Ever. Ever. 
I will never shop at this place. And not only yeah. will I not shop at this place, I will mother F you to every single person that will listen. And I'm very loud. I'm incredibly loud. Right? So I, I have no problem doing it. So do you want money or not? Dude, that that's, always say, that statement uh, means a lot more nowadays in 2021 than it did back, say, in the 90s. Because now there's social media. You know, you have platforms. You can you can spread your word a lot easier. I can and motherfuck faster. somebody very loud. Exactly. Yeah. So that yeah, does that. I do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Think about it. Nothing for nothing, but you you have some of these businesses are being really like free advertising because every time somebody comes in and says, "Hey, check out this restaurant. They're cool." How many people in that area are now yeah, going like to see? Yeah, like the Brooklyn Diner. Yeah. The Brooklyn Diner, and um, you know. They're awesome, you know. It's the, and uh, the Health Haven, the Health Haven in um, Beachport. They're awesome too. Yeah, there's a lot of places. There's places around us. I'm just kind of afraid to shout them out, you know, because I don't know what what that tyrant jerk off little buck tooth lo- lunatic that we have leading us. You don't know well, what he's going to do. Their employees wear masks, but they don't. Yeah, but if they, you say that you have a medical exemption, you release them from their obligation to hunt you down and force a mask True. on your face. So by using so, the- so they don't. Yeah. So by using the medical exemption, you're actually helping the business out too. Yeah, yeah, you're helping the business out. I see it's the kind thing to do. I mean, if you want to fight with a $15 an hour worker, that's up to you. Like, I don't think they get paid enough to listen to your bullshit. So, you know, that's fine. But, I, I, you know, I want to be kind. And actually, a lot of times when I'm so nice to them, I say, I have a medical exemption. And they're like, oh, that's like the relief on their face. Like, because they're waiting for me yeah, to start yelling about the Constitution and my rights and the the fact that I just say, oh, I'm medically exempt, but but in my case, it is true. I mean, it is, but but let me tell you, it's my, true in my case, but I still have to fight with my doctor. Yeah. They don't really think that the fact that I have get hives from a mask or that I have uncontrolled asthma is a problem. So, you know, I mean, you know, what what can you do? Like one doctor's opinion is that that's why it doesn't matter if you have a thing. If you can't breathe in a mask, you can't breathe. Mm-hmm. That's the end of it. That's your medical exemption. If you're uncomfortable and you can't think, if you get super sleepy, if you get nauseous, yep. all of those things, you can't wear one. It's a it's a medical problem oh, that yeah. you're having from the mask, and it's an exemption. So and you don't need a doctor to diagnose it. No, I, I use two of them. I either I either say I have medical reasons, right? Because my medical reasons are it's unhealthy for me to wear one, so I'm not wearing one. Period. I, it's yeah. not that I can't breathe in it. I mean, I definitely can't breathe in one, but it's at times. Right, but I, I had early on, I had a very weird. I was running into a store to get concrete because I'm a mason, right? So I was running into Lewis to get concrete. This was week one of these masks. This is when I stopped wearing them. I threw a mask on. I run in to get to get extra concrete. And I needed some wire to, to to fix this thing around a pool. I was looking up to get wire, and all of a sudden everything got blurry on me. Everything got weak. My I I had no strength in my legs. I had to kind of regain myself, and then eventually I got outside. I had to take the mask off. Once I took the mask off, I started feeling better. But I guess because I was mixing concrete, my heart was pumping, and when I ran into to, you know Lowe's, I put the mask on, restricted my oxygen, something happened. From that day forward, I started looking into it, and I was done wearing masks. Everything, everywhere I went, I was done. So my two favorite lines ever is is that one, is the, I have medical reasons, and that's what I'm saying. It's... I'm not lying to you. I'm not medically exempt. I have no problem, but it's not healthy for me to wear it. 
But my favorite one that gets well, people medical up, exempt doesn't really mean anything. No, medical exempt isn't a thing. Yeah, it's, it's so that's not even if you say that it doesn't. It's a meaningless term. It's a it's, meaning, yeah. It doesn't mean you could say I'm medically exempt. You could say you know it doesn't mean anything. Like you could walk around and tell people that you have a myocardial infarction. They're not going to know that that's a heart attack. Just tell them anything. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. The, I my, just tell my, people I have doctor. asthma. My favorite line though is I usually have my sunglasses on. So the, the Lowe's guy was great because he said, sir, you need a mask. I said, it's okay. I got my, I got my safety glasses on, and I kept walking past him, and he, his face <laughs> dropped. It, he had no idea what the hell to say to me. <laughs> and I just kept walking, and, and, and it was, you know, it's, it's a thing. It's another theme that's on the page. The confidence aspect of it, if you just walk in with confidence and say things with confidence, no one's going to bother you. It's, it's yes. the people that walk in, and they're expecting no. someone to say something to them, they usually wind up saying something to them. I, I have not worn a mask since that time in Lowe's. Everywhere I've went. And in that, when, when was that, Jay? That was last, this time of the year, last May, April? It was last spring. Last spring. And I was like, dude, I'm done with these fucking masks. That's when this show started. This show, Nick, was born. Oh. Dude, the God's honest truth. I'm a Mason contractor. Right, Jay's a landscaper, or he's yeah, he's a landscaper. Lawn maintenance. Right, you have to see my lawn; it's gorgeous. He's giving me the special <laughs> cut. I'm I'm not even kidding. The special cut looks fucking good, man. Yeah, it does. But no, we yeah. uh. That that crisscross looks like a picnic table. No, he's no. giving me he's giving me like the pro special cut. It's like it's like oh, almost nice. it almost looks like a damn like fairway. That's how beautiful this thing is. Like yeah. like you know like a That's like a, nice. oh, it's so nice. But no, the, the the guy's honest truth is, I knew nothing about podcasting, zero, right? Like the mics that you see, like this beautiful, awesome mic. This was born out of a, a you know ninety different episodes now. But the reality is, we I started losing my rights. I started seeing all these lunatic mandates. If you if you talk to Jay or anybody, if you see my Facebook page, I've been talking about this virus since. January 31st was my first post about it, and I have been more right in my predictions and what I was saying about this than Fauci was. So for years, yes, people were telling everybody was. Everybody <laughs> was, exactly. You know, it, it's like if I'm a Mason, how the hell am I more correct than the leading virologist that's leading the charge on this? How, if I'm more correct than him as a Mason? How is none of this made you any know, sense? You know he's eighty years old, right? Oh you know yeah, he's eighty. Yeah, the guy's old. Like, I mean, I mean, think about how your brain function function slows as you get old. Think about now and when you were in your twenties. You know, think about how that slow. What do you think it's like going to be in your eighties? You think you're going to be as sharp as you were before? He doesn't know what's going on. Hell no, he has no idea. No, but yeah, I mean this this whole show was born out of that. Like, I got very very tired of oh. the lack of freedom and all that stuff. What were you gonna say? Well, you know, actually, I knew from the beginning because I was starting to track it when it got here. So I would watch and I could see like from the data tracking it was doing, it was older people who were catching it, not younger people. I posted that January 31st. Yeah. Yeah. And that and and I could see that 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 was true. But um, I started really getting aggravated when I saw that Neil Ferguson from the um, Imperial College in England was doing the modeling for the COVID and that's who they believed that there would be like all these millions of people dead, like 2 million in the U S by, uh, I don't know, like July or something, something really ridiculous. And I knew him from other predictions. Cause we all know each, like it's a very small community. Everybody knows everybody else is modeling and who does what, cause we all read the same papers. 
And I knew he was over an exaggerator for everything. Like he, for England, like they he had called tons of chip birds and chickens because of his bird flu. They killed tons for the swine flu. They did for there was like hoof and mouth, something they really did drastic measures. And he always did outrageously large predictions for years. I mean, and then when they did this week, there was other models. We could have looked at many other models that were much more conservative. And I could see the panic, but the people did die. I, I can't deny that. But the level of reaction of us for the, the people that died is just, it's just panic and crazy. We didn't help anything. We've only created more people that had suicides. I mean, even in New Jersey, the alcohol deaths are outrageous. 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 Right? Yeah. The alcohol, just, just the alcoholism alcohol. has gone alcohol. skyrocketing. It is through the roof. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's 100%. So People it, but, can't get a therapist anymore. But nobody cares about that, right? Those deaths don't mm -hmm. matter. Only no. COVID deaths do. That's why, like, when, when you I... You have to think about quality of life. You know, people, you know, when you're doing clinical trials and stuff, it's and you're trying to save someone's life, it's not just about saving their life. You have to give them quality of life. And this is not quality of life for us anymore. It's not, it's not where we should be. And, you know, there's a lot of depressed people walking around who think this is fine because they're depressed. They need to find a therapist, get on an SSRI and leave me the hell alone and let me live my life. And, and then also like there's an assessment to risks. So so I, I take some risks that maybe other people won't take. I drive a little fast. Um, I have a jet ski that I love to zoom around boat swift and uh, take some waves. I've been zip lining across a cannon in Mexico with questionable equipment. So, you know, oh, like no. th there's different risks that I would take. I don't ride a bike with a helmet. Don't tell me to, how to live my life. I want to live it free and I want to live it with lots of risks. And, you know, I've had a lot of rewards for those risks. And my children are not risk adverse. My husband isn't. We all take lots of risks. And you can't tell me, no, stay in your house, keep your mask on and hide because everybody's going to die. I don't live like that. You can live like that, but you can't make these decisions for me. And that's why it's so important for the individual to make their decisions and be free to make their own decisions. And you don't want me making decisions about your health. If I have to wear the mask for you, I'm going to tell you that's not important. If I have to worry about your health, I will be slapping donuts out of your hand and pouring all your booze down the this sink. Is me. You this, don't want me taking care of you. This is me. I'm you talking don't want to a female version kale salad on you. I will shove kale down your throat. You don't want me taking care of your health. You let me take care of me and my family and you take care of you and yours. I've been saying that just so you know, you are the female version of me because I said the exact same thing. I'm going to be outside of Burger King, literally just smacking shit out of people's hands saying, get yeah, out of here. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, I'm smacking bangs out of your hand. Those fries in the trash. I'll step on them and smush Done. the burger into the ground. Eat that. If you're, if you're smoking cigarettes, I'm smacking this cigarette out of your hand, stomping it out, ripping the pack out of your body. You're not going to like it. You don't, you don't want me about your health. You don't want me. Yeah, you... You know what I mean? I'll be making you go outside. I'll be forcing oranges down your throat. You yeah. do. I am. I am a very healthy eater. Um, I care about my uh, health. I exercise, you know, and I'll be making you exercise. I'll make you go on a five mile walk. And everybody goes, they think they can go on a five mile hike. I'm going to tell you they cannot go. I went on a five mile hike with a bunch of teenagers and they were all dying by mile three. <laughs> it's not that easy. <laughs> but I got to tell you, Nick, you gave me, a, you gave me a visual before and I'm be a little nasty. You, you said cleavage. And jet ski. 
in the same in the same. So I'm sorry, my brain did go there for a second. I got to be very honest with everybody here. But Cle- she said cleavage and jet ski. I had to point that out. <laughs> no, come on. We, ha- we have to. Have, we have to. Exactly. We have, we have to have a little bit of fun. But no, I, I mean you're being very you're being very serious though. Like just the just think about what you said. I want to live the way I want to live, right? And the way it is now is you can't live like that unless you live their way. Unless you live the way they right, want you I to live and see the way you know, see the world the way they want you to see it, you can you can't accept the yeah. risks for yourself. You can't do that anymore. And you're right. I Life is about risk. I love ziplining. I love ziplining. I love tree um, tree obstacle courses. Not everybody can do that. They can't get the strength to go up the tree because they're afraid of heights. I'm the first one up there. I'm helping a grown men across because they're unsure of themselves and they're nervous. Well, you're harnessed up there. What's going to happen? You get it like a super wedgie? Like, it's not a big <laughs> deal. But they're so frightened. They psych that. And that's with the mask. People psych themselves out. You're psych- you're, your obstacle is you. That's yes. your obstacle from living a free life. You can do it. You can tell people no. And sometimes even like, so this morning I, I had a special package that I had to pick up. And um, I called that the post office early. Well, the post office called me because it was live chicks. So they, they call you when they're delivering live animals. And I said, listen, I can't wear a mask. Um, what would you like me to do? And she said, well, if you come in early, we'll just deliver it to your car. Well, what am I going to say? No, let me walk in at regular time with all those other people and stand in line. Or do I want special favors? I want special favors. And, you know, even like when I've been shopping, they rush me to the front of the line. They, you know, cause they don't, they, they don't want to upset anybody. I get special treatment because um, I walk around without a mask and I'm okay with, with additional treatment. I'm okay. I just, yeah, I want to get my stuff and go. And I'm not going to, you know, bust the lady's balls that, well, I don't want to come in with everybody else. Why would I want to do that? Well, why wouldn't I want curbside her deliver chicks to my car? I have, yay. It's great. She is unbelievable with that. Cause now like when you walk in, like, listen, let me just get my stuff. Bring me right to the front of the line. Ring me up. Let me leave. Oh, you don't want me here? Hey, great. I have a deal for you. Let's make a deal. I have money. You want money. I want to buy something from you. Your job is to sell me that. Let me grab this and just take me to the front of the line and ring me up. How about that? That work? I'll get get right out of the store. How about that? That needs to be. I went to um, Target in Marlton. And they were freaking out. Marlton, oh my goodness. They're like a tough town. So I was in Target. And a few people came. So we did a mob there. And um, the look on the manager's face was hilarious. So I was a pro- probably like the fourth person to walk in without a mask. And she comes running over me like frantic because I think like she just couldn't take it anymore because she couldn't figure out why everybody decided to show up at the Target in Marlton with no mask that particular day. Well, I kind of arranged that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't really a coincidence, but we all walk in like we don't Hence know each other. Hence the flash mob. Hence the flash. Hence mob. the flash mob. So I walk in and she comes running over to me, ma'am, ma'am, you have to wear a mask. And I said to her, "It's okay. I called corporate. It, it, it's all right. They said I could shop here. I'm not here to create any problems. I'm just going to get my stuff and go." And then she just booked in the other direction because somebody <laughs> else with a face mask was uh, walking by. So she's like running around like a chicken without a head. And then the employees were terribly rude, like talking about me, like, oh, well, somebody doesn't know there's a pandemic and they think they're special. Well, you know what? I walk right up to them and look them right in the face. People run, man. You want to make eye contact. You want to see people like just melt. Just right. look at them you, with an expressionless look. And you can be a man. You can be a woman to do this because I'm telling you, I did it. And I, I know I'm five, six. I'm not particularly like gigantic. 
I'm like a taller woman, but I'm not like 5'10". I'm not really that big, you know? So I just walked up and I said, well, I have an exemption. So I can be here, but you don't need to act like this. Like right in, right in their face. And then they just looked away and walked away. And I was walking around and, uh, and then I saw a bunch of other flash mobbers. Some were hiding in the aisles because this was their first time. That's really funny. And you see somebody with no mask and they're hunched down the aisle because they don't know how to act. It's like, just act normal and buy your food. So, so as, I'm, as I'm walking out, as I'm walking out, I hear this older woman talking to the manager at the front of the store. Why aren't they wearing masks? And why do I have to wear a mask? With this older lady, and I'm dying, seeing it really loud so that I can hear. Because people, you know, they have to speak really loud because I don't have a mask. They want to make sure that they know I don't have a mask. I'm aware that I don't have a mask. Oh, yeah. You don't need to be loud to me. You don't need to announce it. It's announced already. And then I heard the Target manager say to her, they can shop here. I cannot force them to wear a mask. They have the legal right to be here. And that was all she needed to say. She told the woman, there's nothing I can do. It's their choice to wear a mask. And that's the honest to God's truth. It's your choice. If you push and push and push and push. I told her, it's okay. Call corporate. I know Target's corporate policy. And it's a lot easier if you know the corporate policy. Because you tell them. You walk in. You tell them what the policy is. You don't let them tell you. You know, you tell them what their store Mm -hmm. policy is. I did the same thing. Yeah, with and a lot of people they can't seem to manage that. Yeah, I t- I tell them I t- but I you know I work with a lot of very strong willed CEOs and and surgeons and doctors. Like I need to be forceful or else we're not going to do the thing right, and then I'm going to get blamed when the clinical trial fails because we didn't do it the way I said. So I have to you know hold my own. People have to hold their own in the store. You have to be the boss. You tell them you're the boss. They're your employee. You tell them the way it's going to be. They don't tell you the way it's going to be. You tell them. The customer and as I'm leaving the store, as I'm leaving the store, more people are coming in, and I'm seeing all these people coming to this Target, and I hear on the announcement, um, "Please allow the shoppers to um, something like, please allow the, please do not approach the unmasked shoppers in the store, (laughs) dear employees." So they. Wow. And so that's what I heard as I'm leaving. It was fabulous. I mean, something has to be done. Some ha- somebody has to stand uh-huh. up for it, and I, and I love that because you see, I think this is convert- converting people more than anybody else, right? Because I, I honestly, yeah. I-, I felt like I was alone with this entire thing. I really did. Me and Jay have been on this for, and it's amazing, Jay, that we're alive. But I haven't been wearing, wearing a mask anywhere. No. Anywhere. No. no. For a very, for a very a long se- time. But we're okay. I have a secret for okay. you. What's that? I have a secret for you. I got the Rona. <laughs> oh, so did I. I don't. I, I don't. And from I can't... not where you think. Not from all my mass like activity. From a bunch of damn kids, yeah. <laughs> teenagers who I let over my house all the time. And, and the reality is, I mean, it, I think I had it late or last year, January. The, or as soon as this thing came out and started getting around, I swore to God I had it because I got something that I never had before, and it was in my lungs, and it hurt to breathe. I couldn't breathe for two days. And my body got rid of it. Well, that's my normal. That's called allergy season for me. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like normal. Not like this. Like right now I'm going through allergy season, right? My lips are chapped. My eyes are fucking burning. I got, I, I sneeze nonstop. <laughs> my, you can hear it right now in the mic. I'm, I'm sniffling in the mic. Right now is, is full-blown allergy season. I know I never get the flu. Never get the flu shot. None of that stuff. I, I don't get sick. January of last year, I got some very weird illness I never had before in my life. Never felt like this. I never felt my lungs like this. It hurt to breathe. 
I had pain in my chest. Like it was, it was something that I I never experienced ever. It it stuck with me for about two weeks. Then it was gone. It was bad for See, two and I didn't days. Even, I couldn't even tell the difference. I didn't couldn't tell the difference between my allergies and the COVID. And I nor and I would have never have thought it was until the kids, three of the kids that we were with, we were went away to the Poconos. So we were with nine people and there was my family of four and then five additional children. And three of those kids, when they came home, got tested and they all three of the children tested positive. And, um, I haven't tasted anything for two months now. <laughs> when did you get it? I can't, uh, like right around Easter, Easter break this year. Yeah, this year. So I, I couldn't tell you the difference between spinach and parsley right now. And I have a difficulty. My husband's taking away all my cooking duties because everything tastes gross. Because I <laughs> doesn't taste. I don't. I can't taste onions. I can't taste. I can tell you if it's sweet. I can tell you it's salty. It's very weird. But I usually lose my taste, but not for this long. And no. I can't do. I love essential oils. I don't even miss miss them anymore because I can't smell. I can't smell. Can't them. Smell. And I really miss chai tea. I really miss the taste of cinnamon. Like yeah. I can't taste cinnamon, and I can't taste peanut butter. So I know. Like I know. And and spaghetti and meatballs taste like salty sludge with worms. Like I over focus on texture, and it's just really gross. I just never had this problem before, and it's been months. And I'm I'm starting to get the smell back because the other day I smelled my dog, and I was like, oh, I smelled you, and then it went away. <laughs> I I lost I lost my smell for a long time. I'm starting to smell things now. Oh, did you? Oh yeah. Oh really? Oh, got, oh, so yeah, maybe oh, yeah. it was that. No, I'm telling you, what one I had the I had COVID one thousand percent before it was. Any, but I, I am a maniac, so I will never get the antibody test. I will never get anything like that. Nothing. Well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go get the antibody test. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to. But I'm going to do it later because I want to see how long. Oh, We're okay. doing an experiment so long, here. I'm always gotcha. doing trials and experiments. Yeah. Yep. We're always doing clinical trials and experiments here. So I'm going to send my kid first and then wait a few months and then send myself. I mean, I'm positive I had it. There's no way I didn't. But I I will not get that PCR test because I don't want to be in Murphy's numbers. I don't want to be the excuse that Murphy uses to shut down the state because but, that test is incredibly unreliable. And it was only supposed to be used as a predictor for deaths. And it no longer predicts deaths. Pandemics are only measured in deaths. They're not measured in infections. And people keep on forgetting that. You use a f- infection as a predictor of the death. But now that that's not possible because we overtest and there's additional positives in there. So if you were sick, you know, when you want to go back to work and you keep on testing positive, 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 that gives counts like every that's time. All they're positive, doing. Every time. That's all they're doing. That's all they're doing. And the PCR test so doesn't detect unique. live viruses anyway. It, it yeah. detects spike proteins. It has, it has nothing to do with a live virus. So dumb. Nothing. The PCR, yeah, it's, think, it's, think about it's, what you said before. That spit, what are we doing? Or, or, or is our spit that toxic? Why is yeah, yeah. the spit test the most unreliable one? There's a lot of doctors that won't even accept it. You have to have a PCR test, right? But if it if it was so prevalent in your spit, then why is the spit test the most unreliable? Does it make any sense? You as a researcher, do you have yeah, any idea yeah. on that? Well, I I don't usually test diagnostic tests. All I know is that for the PCR test, like there's something called sensitivity and specificity when you're doing your your testing to determine like you have you have like your predictive your positives and your negatives, right? So you have a false positive and a false negative. So so when you're doing a PCR test and you're count, I mean, you're doing a test and you're counting like the number of, you know, th- molecules or items you find in a particular sample and you want to count that, 
either, some of them are dead virus. Some of them are live virus. You don't know which is which because there's no way to tell. They could all be dead virus. Like there's really no way to tell whether they're alive or dead. But you're counting the number of things, items in this in this slide. And um, if you if you count now, there's some like if you have two, it might be in there, but that doesn't mean you're infected. Like they have to determine if you're infected because you may or may not be infected with the virus, even though you may have some on the test. So, so they look at this and they go, well, just say, let's just say it's like 30, 30. So they say, well, if you have more than 30 of these, these um, things, then uh, these particles, then I'm going to count that as um, positive. But if you have less, it's negative. And when you slide the scale, you, depending on which direction you go, you're either getting a false positive or a false negative. So the more you say, well, I'm going to say 50, now you're getting more, you know, false negatives. What they did was they wanted to reduce the number of false negatives for the PCR test. So mm. what they did was they jacked up the sensitivity so that now cycles. you have a lot of false. Yeah. Right, right. That's the 36 cycles. Yep. That's right. Because they want to jack it up. So they, 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 they jacked it. So they lowered the amount, the count. So that now, it, now you're getting a lot of false positive. But then with the blood test, they did it the other way. So with the antigen test, they, that's the opposite. They have a high false yep. negative. Yep. So, you know, but it's not that bad because, um, I mean, like it, you, when you have COVID, it, it's pretty like, it's pretty spiky, like it goes up, but, but it's just, it's all of this stuff is just, I mean, it's in the weed, I, I, you know, like we can go in the weeds and talk about all of these different things and the test and everybody's no, what interested you just in what's was going awesome. on. But the, at the end of the day is that, uh, fuck you. It's my life. This is the way I'm living it. And, and that's, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I, I feel like we should r like wrap it up right there with yeah, fuck you. It's my perfect. life. Perfect. It's perfect. perfect. And I kind of <laughs> honestly, Nick, this is the God's honest truth. Like wh where are we at Jay? As far as recording wise, how long? Uh, just over an hour. We're over an hour. Yeah. Okay. This one, this zoom thing was only supposed to be limited to 40 minutes, but, um, well, they liked it. They liked it too much. We were too entertaining. They we were. Said, no, keep it going. We were 100%. <laughs> Listen, the God's honest truth is I, I I grabbed you for an hour and I loved it. And I would love for you to, you know, to get into different topics with you because this was nothing. Like you, we do it. We do an hour and it goes so fast. And I feel like we really didn't even cover much with you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's unbelievable how in-depth this is. And I, I think there's a lot that we could really get into and explore. I'd love to have you, I'd love to have you yeah, back. Yeah, I have this a lot of knowledge base. Yeah, I have a huge knowledge base because I'll yeah. have to tell you the story of Neil Ferguson and Imperial College because you'll really like the end of that story. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, you tell me how far you want to go with it. I, I'll go to Looney Bin Witcher all day long. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? We're no, good. No, no, no. It's, it, it's, 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 it's interesting. I know how to keep it, you know, no, no, for... That's uh, what I mean. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. I, this is. Um, let me tell you something. You you have impressed me. Like it, um, I I did not expect this to go like this. Honestly, I really didn't. I, I didn't know what I was getting involved with with you. All I said was I, I told Jay. I said, "Hey Jay, nobody does. Nobody nobody does." I did. I said, "Hey Jay, I got the lady who got no mass flash mob going. I love her because it's the favorite my my favorite thing on the Facebook page, and." This is exactly what we've been preaching for a long time, you know. And and yeah, honestly, I'm with you. Right, right, we're not right. technologically savvy. We we focus on the show a lot, but this is something that is actually gaining momentum. Well, let me ask you this, really quick. But why, why have you? Do you fear getting removed by any of the social media sites when you when we get too big? Because this is going to get very big. My opinion, it's going to get removed big. all the time. I have like seven. 
Facebook accounts that are sock pocket puppets. Like I, I'm constantly removed and banned and blocked from Facebook. They had, I had my own forget. They were fact checking my analysis. Like who the hell am I? I like, this is my analysis. I put on, I put on graphs and then I had a fact checker under it saying, I'm like, who the hell is this? Why is Facebook? She is me. This is me. My, my numbers. She had, yeah, I have found me. Analysis. I have yeah, found myself. Found wow. Yeah. No, like I, and like, I really upset a lot of people with that analysis. Tell them it wasn't as bad. I mean, I was losing my mind when they were shutting down the playgrounds for the kids. I, I losing my mind. That was I nuts. data analysis analyze the government's own data and got fact checked. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. It's, That's what happened. It is absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. So it, Wait, it, by it, somebody from the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I sit back and I go like. I think there's somebody watching my page. I really do. Somebody's watching my. Somebody's well, watching you. What you yours. do is you have to do a fake one for a while. You do a washout because they can only watch so many people. So you do a two month washout with your main, and then use your fake. And then when you go back to your main, that's what I did with this account. <laughs> so they are watching. <laughs> I have me, all the algorithms you. figured out. Yeah, so oh. they don't watch me, but I'm starting to get on their radar now because I got. I think I got a, a tinged for something. We're calling someone a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny. My last Facebook ban, and you know what's very interesting? Now that all the 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 election stuff and all the bullshit's done, I don't. I I haven't gotten banned as much. But the last time I got banned was great because a guy called me an insurrectionist scumbag Republican crackling gremlin, and I'm not really like a Republican. I'm more. I'm more libertarian, conservative. I guess you know what I'm saying. I am libertarian. I'm re- registered with the Libertarian Party. I'm like 100. percent I'm the Berlin, one of the Burlington County representatives. Like I go to the meetings. Like I'm nice libertarian. Hell, hell yeah! <laughs> you, you know, I think more. I think most people are libertarian. I don't know why that party's not big. I really don't because I think the majority of America is libertarian. We are more. Everybody that I know, we are. They're very good at labeling us and getting us divided, but really. More pe- most people are level-headed. They just, yeah, do what you want to do. I want to do what I do. Government say out of my life. And, th- and that's really what the Libertarian Party should be pushing. I broke my wife down at dinner. All her views and what she feels that what should be. I said, and it came down to she's a Libertarian. Most people are Libertarians. Yeah. We just, we're stuck in the, I'm right or left or I'm Republican or Democrat. We like being part of a team. Fuck we like the two we like parties. The Fuck yeah. The two parties. How about this? Join the Libertarian team, because it's the truth, man. I mean, yeah. It, what is the? We what, love you, South Jersey Libertarians. Come to our meetings. Woo! South <laughs> Jersey Libertarians. Listen, I'll come to you. When when is your next? Um, what's your next rally? I want to go to the next uh, rally. Is it Saturday? Oh God, it's Saturday, ten o'clock. Me. We just had one. Yeah, it's on Thursday nights. It's Thursday nights once a month. I, we just had a meeting. Was it last week? Yeah, so no, it would be like you, in three weeks. No, but I can always send you a message. On aren't you doing something this Saturday? Yes, I'm going to go to Middletown, New Jersey, and I'm going to be speaking because people seem to like what, the way I speak. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to be speaking about, um, obviously, this. Yes. Because I have information that they don't, like, there's stuff that, and I I didn't go into it with you, but there's stuff that people don't know or understand about what's happening here because they don't have the medical background. And I put it in simpler terms so that they can understand, you know, you're, you're part of an experiment. When I do a clinical trial, 
okay, um, the first thing that we do is get a consent form signed for you for an experimental product. Uh, the face mask is, is an experimental product. Did you sign a consent form? Uh, <laughs> no. no. Oh, nope. You nope, did not. Nope, nope. So, nope. So, you know, that's one of the things. You know, we're the, the other control, thing is, is we're that- We're the control group of this vaccine. Yeah, this is experiment. Yeah, we're the, right yeah, the control group. Uh, I, I am. I'm getting t-shirts made up that are, that's going to say control group because mm -hmm. that's what we well, are. Well, I've worked on- I've worked on vaccines. So I, I get a lot of um, mixed reviews from the anti-vax crowd, even though they are friendly with me, but I make them nervous. I mean, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not anti-vaccine. I worked on the flu, the adjuvant for the, um, for the, uh, the elderly group of the flu vaccine. Like I've, I've done things like that. And, and I do believe in the products. I really believe in the pertussis um, as a thing, because that's the whooping cough and, that kills infants. So I think that as a population, you need to create herd immunity for infants who cannot be vaccinated, you know, get the vaccine, not for adults who could go out and, you know, get one of three vaccines and wear an N95 mask. So I'm not protecting you. You go out and you get vaccinated. I don't need to do anything for you. But for infants, I, I have a little bit different opinion because they can't, not all the infants can get vaccinated. Yeah, and I'm not trying to say that I'm, I'm completely anti-vaccine. Some of the tried and true vaccines that we know about that that we've had, I'm I'm okay with. You know, this vaccine is what I have a problem with because I have I'm one of the maniacs that actually reads studies, right? So I have a psychology background and I'm a mason contractor. But one of the things that I was always taught oh, you read a lot of studies, psychology. They they throw a lot of statistics your way. <laughs> a lot of statistics, but one of the things that that I was always taught was read the study and try to find the flaws in the study. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, if you could find the if I could find flaws in the study and I could find variables that they didn't account for and I could do this mm -hmm. as I'm reading the study, yeah. then your study is automatically discounted. You know, so I read all this shit. I, I, I'm, I, I have gone crazy with all these vaccines and all this stuff. So all the studies that I see about the long term side effects with the mRNA vaccine and all that stuff, I'm not. I'm not ready to be the test subject yet. And I and, and that's why I say control well, I, group. You know, I'm in the control group on that. And I completely understand that. Yep. Because it's an experimental pro Do you ever see what the consent form looks like for that? You no. have to go look that up. The consent form? <laughs> yeah. What is Yeah, that? there's a consent form because you're taking an experimental product. So you have to sign a consent form for the vaccine. Are you kidding me? No. No. I did not And know a lot that. of times when people read the consent form, they back out. Smart people. But some people don't read it. You know, they don't read the package read insert. Like, I'm the one who does the statistics on the package insert. So when you open it up and you see a drug and you see all that stats in there, some of that was me. Okay. <laughs> no that, that, that's what nice. I do. So, so you know, but people never read the package insert, which is important for you to read the package insert. People don't read the consent forms when they go get a vaccine. That's important for you to read. But the people who did read it, read it they were a little bit freaked out. <laughs> you have to go. It's online. This is insane to me. I'm so happy I, I got I got out with this group. You have no idea, Nick, what you have done for my life. I'm being very serious with you right now. You oh, have, I'm, that's so nice. I, I, I'm I'm being very, and I think you have got a very serious effect. Whatever you just started, I think is exactly what New Jersey has needed. You know, now now you have blown me away with with today, and I honestly I want to have you back on. I would love to have you as a, as a, as a frequent guest. That you know, whenever whenever you get an hour, free hour, eight o'clock, you know, at night and all that stuff. But I'm being serious. You 
what you started here is something that I'm on I'm on a lot of the social media sites and and I do a lot of talking and me and you I'm telling you I found the female version of myself and I'm going to make it a point to find you one day and I, and I may come out to Middletown on, on on Saturday if I have time if I don't have to work I will be out there but we're gonna find each other yeah come out but what you what you have started is something that honestly like I said in my post when I when I posted and the thing I guess that drew the attention to me and you even talking in the first place this is really given me hope that we're not fucking crazy. We're not alone. And there's a lot right. of and there's a lot of people out there. You think about it, you went from zero to ten thousand in six weeks. Six yeah, but we're actually weeks. we're at eleven. We're at eleven thousand right now. So we're <laughs> eleven thousand. So it's it's a thousand per like every three days. Yeah, it was something like that, yeah. You know, and, and then what I said in that thing is there's power in numbers and, and Right now, the only thing that gets attention is numbers like this, right? Yeah. I mean, it really is. It's it's the eleven thousand. It's the it's what you have put together, and 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 you have no idea the fact that you have come on my show. Number one, I really appreciate it. But the fact that you put oh, this thank together, you for the invite. Because I want to spread the word. I have to spread the word that people need to empower themselves and fight for the life that they want to live and fight for the life that their children want to live and stop taking it up the ass for Murphy and letting him do whatever he wants to you. It's unacceptable. I absolutely love you. I love you. If I wasn't married, I'd see if you weren't married. And (laughs) And I'm a lot to handle. Let me tell you. Oh, I bet. I'm a lot to handle. We we would be fucking two tornadoes colliding. That's, That's for damn sure. That's oh, un- it would be like we'd be destroying things. I don't think that would be a good idea. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Maybe we just we team up and we 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 go crazy on on Murphy and and all this lunacy. But no, I, I'm very serious. I like- do. I do. If I could, if I could, just I don't know, just stop him and never let him. I don't even know with that face how he even got elected to anything. Like that's not a face. That's a face that only a mother could love. No it's, one likes that face. And his personality is terrible. And he's running New Jersey into the ground. And then there's people who still like him. What are you looking at? They still defend him. It's unbelievable. Defend him. He's killing people in the nursing homes. He stopped, um, he stopped, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, hospitalizations. Uh, I'm sorry, um. See, now I'm starting to lose it. <laughs> no, it's like, don't even worry about it. We lose it all the time. Yeah, you got to see how drunk stopped, we got the, um, the surgeries. He stopped elected surgeries. So people, yep. there was tons of problems with that. I mean, I, I have proof that there was, during that time when he stopped elected surgeries, there was more heart events than any other month. We had a, we had a nurse manager from one of the major, um, I, I guess, medical centers, you could say, on the show. Yeah. Right, and what they were saying was the amount of people that were just dead in their home, that were dead on arrival. Like so, when the hospital, when when the ambulance got there, they were walking into a deceased body. He said went up like a hundred twenty percent. You just yeah, everybody was dying in their house. They were dying. They wouldn't leave, and they wouldn't go get treatment. It's and and all those people died. And see, that's the problem with the epidemiologists. Because I said, well, can't you just look at the deaths? And he said, well. Well, I can't because there's so many deaths from other things because there's deaths from suicide, deaths from alcoholism, deaths from depression. And you can't really like tease. You can kind of tease it up, but it's it's imperfect because then they were, you know, putting people in as COVID deaths who didn't belong as COVID deaths. When you give a monetary incentive to a hospital to mark down a COVID test, I'm not saying they're dishonest. I'm saying that that's a very attractive 
you know, way to make money and you're, you're allowing them to be biased with their actions and they might not know that they're being biased, but when you give that incentive, it's just very hard to resist. You know, you'll, you believe it yourself. You're like, yeah, they had to have COVID. Yeah. All right. Even though they came in with a motorcycle rash all over their body, we're just going to say COVID. Well, they got you money know, for COVID. There was nothing else going on. They needed the money from somewhere, right? $37,000 per uh, right. per ventilation, you know, $12,000 right. or per COVID patient. They were shut down. They couldn't do anything else. They, they, they have to make their money somewhere. Cancer treatment. Like they cancel. They're, they're like, they're, they're considering like, so like when you get a mastectomy, you know, you, you get the surgery back, for, uh, you get the surgery. Like sometimes you get the breast implants at the same time. Well, people are just doing the mastectomy, not realizing that you can't do the breast implants later. Yeah. Like it's a lot harder. You have to do it all at once. So they basically, these women just ruin their bodies because Murphy, you know, he makes these decisions that aren't medical. He's not a doctor. He shouldn't be making any of these decisions. And if the hospitals had problems, I, I don't know. I could go into this all day because no, there's like a this- million things that he did wrong. I, I could have came up with a solution for every one of them. I mean, there was one you know, biostatistician who suggested that, you know, all they do is all in the elder, because the elderly was the only ones to die. And what you do is you have everybody stay in the home with the elderly people. So you hire the doctors and nurses, you give them extra money, you keep them in the home for two months and let COVID go throughout the population. And then when it goes to the population, everybody will gain herd immunity very quickly. There won't be an overrun of hospitals. Then, you know, you open up the nursing home again and then everybody's 100%. allowed to do it. I mean, there's different, the- there's all different theories on the way to handle this. And what we did was wrong, wrong, wrong. And we're wrong, still doing the wrong. wrong. We're wrong. still doing it. We're still doing stupid shit. I, I can't like this. So every time he talks, I'm like, Oh my God, he's talking about the R sub T. I, I can't even know what he's talking about. Like, why are you bringing that? You don't even know what that meant. And then he stopped talking about that metric because now the R sub T is low. Like he doesn't want to mention that anymore because that would mean, you know, he would have to release us. By the way, what she's saying is rate of transmission, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what I mean. (laughs) No, I just, I just, I just wanted, I wanted to let the, let the, you know, the audience know what was up. Let's do this because I can honestly, like I said, I I appreciate the hour and 26 minutes that you have given us so far. You get me riled up. So no, I, (laughs) once again, you or me as a female, I'm being very serious with it. I love it. I get riled up. I can't believe that I had the good fortune to even run into you. Let's do this. I'm going to give you the final say, right? And then I hope you, I hope me and you could meet each other and we, and I could have you on and we could do some deep dives into, into different things. But let's do this. If you had to say anything to anybody about not wearing a mask or why they shouldn't wear a mask or any of that stuff. If they're, I'm going to give you two minutes just to get whatever off your chest. Give people inspiration that kind of need it. You know what I'm saying? What What do you want to say? Just you have the floor. Whatever it is, say it. And then if you want, my co-host just wrote something to me and says, "Who do you want to replace Murphy? If you want to um, give our, give our audience your idea of you know who you like so far. If you feel like doing that, well, of if course not, it's my not. candidate. Of Of course, it's Greg. Right, Greg. Healy. It couldn't be anybody else. Greg <laughs> the libertarian Healy. candidate. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'd like you to sign his petition because he needs to get on the ballot. <laughs> Greg, he's Healy. great. Is he interested Mealy. in coming on? M e l e m e l e. Yeah, he would come on. M e l e. Yeah. Okay, Greg. Mel- I haven't even heard about him. 
Yeah, he so, said, well, nobody wants to talk about the libertarians because we're the same people. So, you know, they want to pretend that, that, you know, we have to do either the disaster Bush did or disaster Biden did. We can't, we can't, you know. Libertarians are radicals. It's it's always the, the, the lesser of two shit candidates, isn't yeah. it? It's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. I, it I is. would love, where can I find information on this guy? Because we are, what we're doing right now is Jay and I are in the process of putting what everybody stands for together. We're going to do a video on it on, you know, I, who, what we think. We're going to give an honest, this is what this person is. This is what they've done. I can't this find is the him. bad shit in their life. You know, who is, who is this guy? What does he do? He's a, he's a lawyer. Okay. And, um, you know, I mean, he, typical um, libertarian values, um, individual freedom, um, you know, I mean, it's a platform, you know, you, you do you, uh, less government intervention. And he would actually, if he got into office, he would actually make sure that no other governor in New Jersey could ever do this to New Jersey again. He would, he would work with the legislature. That is probably the best thing you probably ever could have said ever in your life. Because one of the things that will never happen again, one of the things that we harp on all the time is that this can never Ever, ever, never. ever, ever happen again. The the fact that we've allowed people to take this much freedom and liberty from our lives is is mind boggling to me. I always say this: if you went back to seventeen seventy six and you told the founders what we're going through right now, the only answer they would have would be, "Have you killed them?" <laughs> I'm I'm being serious, right? Yeah. Because these you are people that said we have fucking killed. <laughs> we killed people for this. We killed. They yeah. they killed people for less than the shit we're going through right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. That's what I tell people. I said, you know, you know, they're taking your freedom away, and you want to be polite? Are you out of your mind? You want to? They've taken your freedom. They've taken your liberty. They've taken your humanity. They've taken your happiness. And you're worried about how they view and look at you? Have you lost your mind? Yeah. And you're worried about what the son of a bitch who shot you was wearing? I know. They, <laughs> they care. Oh, well, they gave me dirty looks. You know, I, I could. I have a middle finger for your dirty looks. Yeah. And not a solitary fuck is given about your dirty looks. I do what I yeah, do I and I don't care. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love this. Let me tell you something. What you just said was absolutely perfect. Nick... Stauffer, right? Did I say it right? Nick Stauffer? That's right. Nick That's St- right. Also, sh- some people call me Nikki. <laughs> Nikki? You like Nikki? Yeah. What do you prefer? Because once again, uh, this it was doesn't the- really matter. I even answered to Michelle, so it's fine. <laughs> this was the first time we have ever spoke, like ever in our lives. And, and you have no idea the fact that I found you. Yeah, it's like you, we're best friends. We, no, like you are me. Best friends forever. I'm telling you, you are me. You are 100%. You are 1,000% the female version of this guy you're looking at in the camera right now. 1,000%. <laughs> You were me. You say things the way I say them. I could, I could see it. Let me ask you one question, really quick. Do you get to stop yelling at me? Did people say Do stop? Do I get to stop yelling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you start talking and you get passionate about something, I'm too loud. yeah. Do you get the people I mean, why say? Why are you being so loud? Yeah. Do you have to? Uh, and then yeah. Hey, you know, why yelling? are you why angry? Yelling? And I. Yeah, and I say this is not, and then I give them my angry voice. I'm like, exactly. that's not my angry voice. This is my angry voice. This you know? is me. But yelling. I don't want to do it in the phone. Yes, I don't want to squeak the. I don't want to blow out my speaker here. I mean, my uh, mic here. <laughs> no, listen, Nick. Thank you very much for taking an hour well, and thirty minutes. This is what I'm doing. Honestly, we're gonna do a. 
it's just going to be me and you. I'm going to post a show. Can I post it? Can I post it to the 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 site and everything? No. Nope. Yeah, post everything. Anything about liberty and freedom, please post because this isn't going to end with the flash mob until everybody realizes that they need to hold everybody else accountable for their freedom. You know, you you deserve the life that you want, and you make sure that you live that life in spite of life, in spite of everyone around you. I mean, as long as you're not actually harming them and you know, and, and walking around with a virus that you may or may not have is not harming anybody, you know, unless you're, you should be able to deserve to live the life you want to live and the lifestyle you want to live without people telling you how to look or what to wear or, or, you know, and women are just so like, they're just so worried. Why have this, they're going to think this, they're going to think who cares, who cares? Don't, think about yourself for once. Think about you. Think about your kids. Cause there's only a, uh, Two other people in my life I think about about me, and that's my two children. And yep. my husband's a third. I'm number two. My husband knows where he ranks. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I'm the same way. Kids first. I'm, <laughs> we're last. We just do it, you know. But no, yeah. like, seriously, what, what you just said, what you just said is great. You know, and we we have to fight back. We have to we have to get something accomplished. We have to. But it doesn't end. It doesn't end because we need to take back our schools. That it's not going to end with just the you have to hold them accountable. They cannot be teaching critical race theory, theory and anal sex in the sixth grade. That is unacceptable. You, you, it's, it's no. No, we're not doing that. No, you're my school. I don't care what the state mandate says. The answer is no. And, and that's what you really have to do. You have to take control of your schools. Yeah, and listen, I, I, I don't want to take over the show. Like, you know, I didn't want to use like this as a platform to get our show out. What, what I, what I'm trying to do is no, what no, you're doing, fine. you know, and that's why, that's why I ask you questions. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I want to help and and we want to help and eat because this is something that me and Jay are passionate about. No masks on kids is something that gets Jay out of his mind when he sees masks on kids. Me it drives too. him crazy. So we, we, trust me, this is something that is near and dear to both of our hearts, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's unbelievable. It's, ha- the, it's the thing. The thing. The thing for me. The yeah, thing. it's the thing. That's why I'm doing this, because I can, I can advocate for myself and tell everybody to fuck off and walk around the store without a mask. But my kids can't do that. My, ki- my kids can't. And so that's why I need everybody else to stand up with me and make sure that the kids start walking around without a mask. Like, don't think about it. You're if you're if you're compliant, you're part of the problem. You're making the kids wear the mask. If no adult wears the masks, it's gonna come off the kids. You have to be non-compliant with this. You have the to. The children be. deserve their childhood back. You need to give them their childhood back. Stop thinking about how you and th- how thinking about your feelings and how you're uncomfortable around other people. Think about those damn tortured kids who are in school every day. Think about them and think, you know what? At least I'm not in a school being constantly yelled at and given air breaks. You know, at least I, I actually have the freedom to take this off where the kids do not have the freedom. Like, why don't the kids just take it off? They're not gone. If I can't take, get you as an adult to stop it in the school, you think your kid's going to stop it? No. That your kid has the same attitude as you. You know, if, if you saw my son and you listen to my son talk or my daughter, you would hear me coming out of their mouth. Because that you know your kids are, are are like you, and the way you behave, and the way you live your life, is the way your kids are going to live their life. And let me tell and you, if you something. want them to live in fear of other people and scrutiny, and not being able to defend themselves and being bullied and being emotionally blackmailed into doing things that they want to do, that's what you're teaching your kid. It's interesting when you he- when you hear people say, "Do it for the children, do it for the children, do it for the children." This is one of the causes that is really worth. Yep. 
doing it for the children. Nick, let me tell you something. Nikki, yeah. I like Nikki. Can I call you Nikki? I like Nikki. Yeah, you can call me Nikki. Nikki? I, I think, you know, it, it ends up doing it. They're like, thank God I can stop calling you Nick and I can call you Nikki. Yeah, you whatever I, you want to call me. <laughs> I, I listen, Nick, Nikki, whatever you like. I honestly would it, it's I don't I don't <laughs> no, care. That's fine. But but Nikki Stauffer, let me tell you something. No mask, flash mom, New Jersey, what you started is the my favorite thing. I look forward to seeing people coming at it's basically they're coming out of the closet and I look forward to yes. it. Yes. And thank yeah. you, thank you. Th- I can't tell you how much I thank you for starting this. Thank you for freeing people's minds. Thank you for getting on board with this. Thank you for not making me feel like I was the only fucking one screaming, pissing into the wind. You, you've done so many wonderful things, including coming on my show. I can't even tell you how how awesome, awesome everything you're doing. Keep it up. Know that we're behind you, please, and just keep doing it. Because and I'm please share, and please share your podcast. Anything about liberty and freedom is what people need to hear. So you can share that all over any of the pages that I have because everybody needs, and I'll share it myself because, you know, it's not about me. It's about individual freedom. You know, it's not about you. It's about everybody getting their head out of their ass and starting to exercise their individual freedom. Well, you know what? what They want to do and what they believe is right. I want to push back on you on one thing really quick, right? It is about you and it is about me. And it's about Jay, right? And when everybody starts realizing that, that their individual freedom is so close to being destroyed and gone forever, right? So they have to start thinking about, yes, it is about me. This is only about me. America was about the individual. E pluribus unum, out of many, one. It's about you. It's about your individual freedom. It is about us. You know, and you're right about. I mean, you were you you were right. You said it like we're agreeing to the, in in a different way. You know what I'm talking about? We are. Right. We no, need yeah. to be about us. And and you're right. It's it's not about us. It's about what type of America is our kids going to going to inherit. But I look at it as like this: if we don't do something like what you're doing, then our kids aren't going to inherit the. So it is about us. It starts with us. It starts with everybody. Getting the getting the guts to walk in these stores and say no and put their foot down, and I love the fact that there's eleven thousand strong. Love it, Nick. Thank you very much. Thank you. Stay online. Um, on to our next awesome sponsor, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Nick's going to be on. Hopefully, on with us more often. But yeah, stay there, Nick. And on to our next awesome sponsor. Final thoughts, time, Jay. What did you think of that? I was very impressed with her knowledge of actual facts. I mean, that's what she does. She's a data person. And uh, bless you, by the way. Thank you. Hey, it's a sneeze fest in here. I think I felt that one on my arm. Honestly, the second we hit play. I haven't sneezed at all. The nope. second we hit play, the boom, second. sneeze. Sneeze. But yeah, she was very impressive. She was well-spoken. Uh, she's you with the vagina. And uh, she, yeah, she's pretty awesome. That was, you know, once again, I really didn't expect it to happen like that. Yeah, dude, it was um, completely different than the the expectations I had because I was thinking about it today at at work and, you know, just I knew she said, Mike, I could do it on Thursday and shit like that. And I didn't, God's honest truth is I just knew her as the person who started this group. I didn't know, you know, she was going to come at it from the statistical analysis point of view. If we're being completely honest, I was expecting just like some soccer mom. If we're being honest, yeah, 
Right? Yeah, I was kind of thinking about it the same way. A soccer mom who's fed up with wearing masks and has some time and made this page. Hey, maybe she's a soccer mom that happens to just have degrees in you know statistics and shit right. like that. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But it was not that. It was pretty awesome. Put it this way. Uh, because of because of the conversation that we just had, I am going to look into that one that, that one guy. What's it, Greg Mealy? Greg Neal, spelled N E L E. M E L E. Oh, that's why I couldn't find him. Yeah, M E N. No, it's Greg M E L E. We will be doing a, a deep dive on him. All of them. All no, of them. honestly, this, everybody. This weekend, I'm going to be working on it. That's 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 the God's honest truth. I, I'm going to be working on my backyard. I'm not working Saturday. I had Monday through Friday at work. I'm not doing Saturday this week. I'm working on my backyard, and I'm going to do a deep dive on all these all these candidates. But, um, I got to put the together a swing set. The things that she was saying is just it it, it needs. I don't even know if I need to say anything. Ooh. It's enough said. No, she covered it. Grow some balls. Take the mask off, and you have to take your freedom back. And once again, the people that fought for this freedom that you were willingly given up, they would be kicking your ass right now. And you should be ashamed of yourself, if we're being very honest. We should be ashamed of ourselves. She said it's up to you to live the life you want. That's true. And this is where we're at right now, Jay. I just want to, I'm, We're going to touch on this on the next episode as well. Stay tuned. Mm. But this is where we're at. This is where this is the state of America. This is your president. You ready? It's vaxxed or masked. Do you hear him? Yeah. Say it again. It's vaxxed. Turn it. Turn or it. Masked. Turn it up. Turn it up so everyone can hear. I, I, I want. I want to make sure. It's vaxxed or masked. It's vaxxed. Or mask. For the cheap seats. So this is your president giving you an ultimatum. He's giving you an ultimatum in a free company, in, in a free country. Giving you an ultimatum in America. This is a dictator. Everyone called Trump a dictator. You just straight had a guy say it's vaxxed or you have to have something on your face. And he got 80 million votes? No, I don't think so. Come on. Come on. It's Vaxter Mass, folks. And the people that did vote Mass. People that did vote for him. How do you feel about yourself right now? You hate yourself. You Ser- hate I'm yourself. Being serious. How do you actually feel about yourself? That you voted for a man that is trying to literally destroy the country and destroy freedom and to rebuild it in their view. Is he trying? It's not even in his view. No, I said their view. Their I say view. his view. Yeah, that's the truth. He's not fucking running shit. He's a puppet. Everybody knows that. So it's just everybody. In the first hundred days of the Biden administration, we have gas shortages. Pipelines are being attacked. Allegedly. We have... Allegedly being attacked. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yes, people hoarding gas, more living out of fear, and the whole nine yards. We restate, reinstate aid to Palestine. Palestine immediately starts firing rockets, rockets as Israel. We have the Russians, they say, is behind the pipeline attack, but they're also moving in on Ukraine again. We have 
shortages of food, shortages of everything, prices skyrocketing, 4.5% rate of inflation. Don't forget the price of lumber. That's what I'm saying. That's important because everything's going up. Yeah, but that needs to be its own thing because that is used to build houses. That is a very sought after commodity. Yes, you have prices of fuel skyrocketing. And it's funny because they said, oh, no, the fuel prices are just because Texas was frozen for a little bit. Then why haven't they come down? It was 95 degrees in Texas today. And now you watch. That pipeline is back up and running. We lost a couple days. I guarantee you prices don't move down. I guarantee it. No, it's going to be 2008 all over again. Do you remember 2008, everybody? We have our southern border is getting flooded with people. We're letting in anybody and anybody into this country. We're letting in all types of f- foreign refugees. We had I just posted something to our to to the page that was in New York where it literally looked like a Palestinian Israel war in New York. Yeah, I saw that. This is where we're at in a hundred days. Yep, all under your new president. And thank God, dipshit, that we have people. Like Nikki, willing to stand up for it, willing yeah. to stand up for this country, willing to stand up for freedom, willing to stand up for America—the real America, not the bullshit America that they want to—they want to pass down your throats. Real American people, us. And like I said to her, I think I think a lot of us are libertarian don't even realize it. We just want to be part of the whole, you know, one of the main groups. Everyone wants—it's a popularity contest. I voted. Oh, I'm a Republican. I'm I'm a Democrat. Blah blah blah. Bullshit. Did you ever vote? Up? Did you ever vote Libertarian? Hell yeah. Yeah. I vote whatever. Many times. I, Once again, I voted for Ducey. For being honest, he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. You, I could vote for you if if you make sense and you're not a jerk off. Yeah, I voted for him. I'll vote for you. I didn't vote for him the first time. I voted for him the second time. No, that he was the first time I ever voted for a I think Democrat. He's, I think he's done ever. very good things. Yes. I really have. I agree. Some of the things he's done in the park and Windward Beach and the movies, the, the movie nights, he's done some good things. Even back back last year, like like when uh, Nikki brought up when they were closing the, the parks. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And he was like, this is bullshit. He said they're taking it down. That was when Murphy said he was going to do that. And he re- he retracted. He said, no, I didn't mean actually opening the parks. He's like, oh, okay. We'll just use uh, tape. Wink, wink, wink. They're still open. They're still open. There is no tape. Go play. Go play. Yeah. One thing I do like is is our town is, is more normal than anything right. you're going to find. When he did that, to me, he really showed his true colors. Yes. And I was like, all right, this guy's fucking, he's okay. So let me tell you something, guys. Check out that page. No Mask Flash Mob, New Jersey. That's No Mask Flash Mob, New Jersey. The mission is America. The Mm -hmm. mission is normality. The mission is your own personal choice and your own personal freedom. That's the fight. That's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with liberty. We, we are literally, what she says, we need a revolution, right? We don't need a revolution. We already had the revolution. We need to maintain the revolution. We need to have people actually stand up for themselves. Yes. That's it. That's all we need. It's, it, it starts with the kids. It starts with the kids. 
the fact that and they're, they're in getting sc- to our kids. It's insane what they're doing. They are mentally fucking up our children, and we're allowing it. They're mentally fucking us up. This is affecting us too. I know, but I'm saying, like, especially the kids. We start with them, then we'll deal with us. Well, once again, if we don't deal with us, we're not dealing with the kids, right? So if, if we're fucked up, our kids are going to be fucked up That's regardless. That's true, too. Yeah. Right? Because think about the world they live in. They're seeing masks all over the place. They're seeing panic. They're seeing fear. They're growing up. This entire two years has been fear. Nothing but fear. All fear. This is what the kids are living through. That's why everyone's depressed is because everyone's in fear. And that we're training people to live in fear. We're training people to panic. They're panic buying fucking, you know, gas. That's why there was a shortage. You had people filling up plastic bags. You had people filling up, you know, plastic containers. That video is so funny. That fucking garbage bags that and, Asian and Wawa bags and dude, the the amount of people that are sending me shit that people are filling up is unbelievable. Knock it the fuck off. Get out of fear. Turn the fear porn off. It's fear porn. Yeah, they're selling it to you. They're shoving it down your throat. All they want to do is sell you porn. They want to scare the shit out of you. They are pimps. They're pimping out fear. Pimping out fear, baby. Fear pimps. Pimping is easy, apparently. We were always thought pimping ain't easy. Uh, it kind of is. I don't know. Kind of is. That's another t-shirt design. Fear pimps. Pimping I'm is a, I'm, easy. I'm pimping since been pimping. You know what I'm saying? Pimping. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Listen, 91st edition of Calories Unleashed. Hope you enjoyed it because I sure did. I can't wait to listen to it the next day. We do this to entertain ourselves. Remember, take your fucking mask off. Yes, please. I'm saying that for you. And then you're going to say it again. Everybody, please do me a favor. Take the mask off while you're driving as well. But pick your head up. Get it out of your phone and drive, please. Pull your mask down. You still look retarded. And take it off your kids. Yeah, especially. Take it off your kids and teach them what America's about. America's not about complying to unscientific, unruly bullshit. No, it's the opposite. And guys, do me a favor, please. And I mean this with both hands. Deeply. With both hands. Use it for both hands. Wholeheartedly. Please go, go fuck, fuck yourself. Fucking moron. Here we go. Here we go. Cleavage and jet skis. Cleavage and jet skis. And intelligent boobies and fast living. Let me tell you something. If there's things that turn me on, it's intelligent women, cleavage, and jet skis. It's the only opposite. Dumb women. (laughs) Cleavage and jet skis? And a uh, boogie board. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb women and a boogie board. I want them as stupid as possible. As trashy as possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
Let's let's end this in the best way possible. Too late. A Biden salute and a fresh air smell. And it's going to be me giving the Biden salute. It's going to be a perfect Biden salute because it's going to be filled with snot and it's going to smell like it's all allergy. It smells like your fucking burps did all night. We're in for a fucking ride. I haven't knocked you out yet. So it's like Jesus they obviously weren't that bad. Christ. <laughs> Biden. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, yeah, that was gross. <laughs> Later. Goodbye.